This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10-18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next 7 days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the Armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Episode 149, and this is Morgan's interview, and... It was jazzy, but I am still shocked from last week, and I'm trying to recover. Yeah, I think a lot of people are here to hear how this continues. But if you missed last week, I don't want to give too much away. Essentially, (laughs) Jacob said his first love language score 10 years ago was gifts. (laughs) And then in our most recent one last week, last week's episode, I interviewed him, and he got a zero on it. And argued with me that there's no way in the entire universe he would have ever scored even adequately on that on gift giving or yet alone it being his highest love language so in about like 15 minutes you're gonna hear this comes back into play so tune in yes so in morgan and brooke i'm not gonna give anything away but in their interview morgan brings up again that first bible group that we were in when we did this study and so he'll tell you what he remembers and it's greatness. Yeah. Uh, as far as Morgan and his personality, it did take, I had to mention this. I did maybe not like the three year chip away kind of thing. <laughs> Cause at first I was like, no, don't listen to any of our stuff. No. But then I guess when we decided we were doing, we were even thinking about love languages, we were like, oh my gosh, we can give the people what they want. We can get our guys on. Our guys are both high achievers and they want to do well. And they know this podcast means a lot to us. So I think that's where some of the nerves came is you know, wanting to show up well for us and not say anything that, whatever. We're very open and honest with you guys here, but they just wanted to make sure it was a contribution yeah. and that we wouldn't regret our decision. Our, yeah, <laughs> our guys like the more reserved side, like they don't want the world to know things, but here we are, sharing, telling the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, tune in. Here it goes. We'll make this as quick and painless as possible. Don't look at my computer screen, Morgan. Welcome. You look thrilled to be here. I'm enthused. Yes, I can tell that by your facial expressions as well as your tone. For those of you playing along at home, I guess he is also struggling with the monotone, which is fine. You must I must be rubbing off on you. I don't have any inflection in my voice right now. Oh, you ended your sentence going up just then, so I guess so. Okay, people, y'all know I probably dragged Morgan here based off of him. <laughs> And today we're talking about the five love languages. Morgan, you're going to answer from the perspective of either something betwixt our marriage or advice you've given in the past or, oh, hey, I just thought of a good idea. So however you want to hit on that. Understood. 
But before we talk, do you want to give them a two-minute synopsis of our love story? Because you know I like it better when you tell it. Of our love story? Or just like, met, married. Okay. We've been in love this whole time, right? I've... Well, candidly, I have. (laughs) I had to woo you for years. That you didn't even know. It was so subtle and nuanced that I would just wore you down, honestly. Over time. Over time. Like the Grand Canyon and the river. So you withered me away over time, Mm -hmm. and then I fell madly in love with you. And then I got to be the real me, and you're stuck. So that's, you're welcome. Yep, in it for life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Legal contract. That's funny, because here's the first question. Can you pinpoint a time in your marriage when reality set in? How did this affect your relationship for better or worse? <laughs> Good luck. Oh, but it was going to take some work, not just like the reality. I guess of, out of the honeymoon from, phase. Yeah, out of dating newlyweds to, oh, we're actually having to work out our marriage. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, I think we're probably still in the honeymoon phase, but definitely just... Look at us. Dealing with custodial duties around the house of just what's a big deal and what's not a big deal mm-hmm. um, and me not realizing that they're not big deals but I would make them big deals <laughs> which I'm still gonna do I'll just I'll be candid I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna but trying to understand that your motivation behind them is not one of malice uh-huh because for the longest, I thought it was just... You thought I was just doing it in spite of you? No, nah, I mean, the motivations are hard or never <clears throat> in spite of me. But it, I, you can never understand another human being, but I definitely did not understand <laughs> the human being I married. I, I, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. It's just, so it was a reality that, I mean, didn't change my love for you or anything, but it definitely made me shake my head and heavy sigh. Yes, I oh, I will never forget. There's, I guess you came home one day or something, and you looked around and you just said out loud, "Die to self," and you walked off. <laughs> it makes me laugh to this day. <laughs> so glad that I can. <laughs> Which I mean, that's what it. I'm. That's what marriage is. A lot of times you have to die to yourself anyway, and serve one another in love. Which I think we're both getting better at. It's only taken us like 11 years. You know, I give us plenty of opportunities to practice that. Thank you. Thank you for that practice. It's kind of like when you pray for patience and God doesn't just give you patience. He puts you in situations where you get to develop that. I know. I really got to stop asking those big asks. (laughs) It's me. I've been praying for patience for you. (laughs) What's really funny is that today's uh, March prayer thing, it is patience. So uh, you're welcome. Congratulations. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so words of affirmation is one of the love languages. It's the first one we talked about in the mini-series. So looking at, because you know we both took the quiz 10 years ago, but then recently we both took it again. Thanks for doing that. But I know that, yes, I tricked you into it. Oh, You, I didn't, did. you didn't know I did it, I but didn't. I was, okay. see, you can do it, people. Just get the book and randomly ask questions along the way. But we both talked about this. If it ever came down to like an acts of service versus anything else, that would be the one. But since we didn't play that way, you had to choose. But you ended up with four out of 30 points for words of affirmation, and I got five. So we're surprisingly close. 
which is somewhat shocking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so here, the question is, what would you most like to hear your spouse say? So you just personally talk about how you're not really a words of affirmation guy, but it just depends on who is saying what and in the context. Like you'd want to hear something very specific from your boss or from someone you care deeply about. Yes. Or if, I don't know if I'm off on that. No. It, the, the number of people I, whose opinion and words can affect my day is very small. Right, which I think is also smart. You're not just letting anyone troll you and it hurts your soul. Like, no, I don't know this person or they don't know all the all of the situation. So I'm glad you said that. Uh, I mean, for sure. And it, uh, I just I don't like to allow myself to be subjected to the whims of another person, particularly one that, that I don't place a lot of faith and trust in. Right. The only problem with that is is sometimes you you don't listen to as many people uh-huh. as you should. Um, so, so I've had to learn that that's not exactly the, um, always the greatest thing of, yeah, I don't respect you, so I'm not going to listen to your words. Whenever uh, they're just trying to be nice. I, and, and, <laughs> that's probably a little harsh as far as, it, you know, I don't respect you, but, I mean, you have to have been in the the trenches with me, so to speak, for me to the, really the, hear what you. What you call it? The, the tree? The trust tree? Yeah, my trust tree. <laughs> it sways, but, yeah, you can. Okay, so turning it towards me and you, I guess either what is something I've said to you that's encouraging that you want to hear more of or... It would be cool if, because I know me speaking into your work life, that doesn't really, we're from two different Mm -hmm. professional backgrounds, so that doesn't necessarily make sense on like, hey, coach them up this way. It's more so I find encouragement when we're having a running dialogue about something that I'm interested or passionate about, that you will at least walk through that with me or, you know, hey, I, you know, thank you for, I see what you're trying Acknowledging some of the own improvement on things that we are struggling with, like or, or like that you've given, made requests of change or or improvement on things. Oh, okay. And like I, I don't. And I don't. Yes, I mean specific. Like I don't need encouragement on, you know. Hey, thank you for putting your. Di- you know, like or, but something that, if a pattern or behavior or something that you don't like. And that we're all only going to go so far. And it's just, I'm not ever going to meet an entire expectation that you have. But if I'm moving in the right direction, I enjoy that encouragement of... I'm noticing. Hey, I notice a change yeah. or an improvement or thank you. Because um, I'm intentional and thoughtful about it if, yeah. we've, if we've had enough of a conversation. Right. Yet. Um, and I also don't want to come off as cheesy like, I'm really proud uh, of well, you. Because yeah. that's also... Weird for both of us, but yeah, yeah. I, I think delivery matters too, which I'm working on, and you do a really good job of being like, I like it when you say it this way better, or instead, next time, can you say it this way? And that's not you like rejecting what I'm saying, but you're just helping me learn how to talk to you better, which I think we all need to take notes on how to do that for each other anyway. For sure. Huh. Now, what would I most like to hear you say? Hmm. I don't know. I just... Or what do you think? This is a fun game. <laughs> what do I think? That what do you, you think that I like to hear you say? Uh, 
Uh, specifically words of affirmation, I guess. Um, words of affirmation. Any and all? Yeah, any and all. <laughs> you are not choosy or selective with your... Just give me any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So I'm not for sure if I believe on a, a five scale. I mean, I'll trust the book you, and its back. Well, it's because all the other points went I, to f- it. Fair, but <laughs> you're no it's, wilting flower when it comes to desire to receive praise. It's true. It's true. It's so. it's third place on my hey. on my list. So any and all. <laughs> I mean, so it, note to the husbands, uh, I guess, just like see what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Try to notice patterns and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any advice to the guys out there if they do have a wife who is definitely words of affirmation or like, hey, at least avoid this? Uh, it's, uh, don't be flippant in your praise as far as just knowing that that's what she wants to hear. Yeah. Um, be genuine in your praise. That, that, that's, I'm a full believer in that. I don't... Praise it does not come to me easy. It's not in my background of... Uh, and the most people that are really, really close to me, we're not, you know, celebrate rarely and grind daily is mm-hmm. um, kind of a mantra of mine and my family. Um, and so it just, when I do give praise, it's it's very real and it's not, and it's intentional. Um, and so I tell, I mean, if you do have a spouse or significant that, that needs to be poured into, um, for whatever reason, it just that's how they're motivated, or whatever. It just be genuine in it, and and not just saying that oh that they want to hear this. At least, even if it's not something that I would deem worthy of praise, you have to scale it back down to as far yeah. as like a very specific thing. Hey, I really saw that you did this and did it well. And yeah, that could be. I, I don't. Yeah, that's also a, a really mundane good, task. Yeah, it's also good feedback and encouragement for them to continue the behavior, the positive behavior. So that's also good too. For sure, it's a win-win-win-win. For sure. Okay, quality time. So in the episodes we talked about how your quality time does not look like my quality time, or that's how it is for a lot of couples. We both scored higher in this category. Quality time was my number one choice, and you had, uh, and I got ten points, and you got eight points in quality time, which was. Very surprising, but the question for this is, what in your marriage detracts from spending quality time? Everyone says they're so busy, so it's just, it's not being intentional with your time Mm -hmm. and planning to spend time together, Um, which, I mean, we've been guilty of and and get in the rat race of life, and so it's just not making time for ourselves. intentionally together and not even in the car rides that we have together and not just turning a song on or letting the kids, you know, just control the entire conversation during the car ride, but actually just having a conversation to ourselves. Yeah. I, I like how you mentioned it doesn't have to look like going on an actual date. Quality time can look a lot different. What would you say to couples who are either like, they're in the newborn phase and they can barely keep their eyes open. What advice would you give them as far as how could quality time look or what worked for us or for other people you know? Don't waste any opportune time or moment that the child is asleep. And that's not <laughs> for you to sleep. I don't, I don't mean it that way. Just don't veg in front of a TV just because 
you're so stressed or anything like that, just turn everything off and just have a conversation about whatever, not just how was your day, but just a true conversation, pick a topic, anything. Yeah. Okay, what about the people, would you say that advice kind of stands for like, if you're grinding at work or if you're going through whatever life phase, just focus on being intentional? I, yeah, intentionality is everything. And, and, and you know, you've gone from dating to married and no kids, now with kids. Very, very busy season in life as far as a career or um, kids have games every night or practices or whatever. That your quality time is not, oh, we sit together every night. And you have to adjust the allotment or time dedicated that you have for very intentional time um, and just making it a priority that you are hey, every Friday night we're going to say or Sunday or Saturday that it's it's not you can't I don't like it and I get very fearful when people you know say that well we haven't talked this week or spent I'd like that just it's hard to use the metric of we didn't spend every quality time today um that's that's kind of hard on yourself to just to to set that bar and threshold of an everyday into the rat race of life but it's it's being able to press pause and say what's on the calendar this week oh okay like we're going to take thursday night and that's going to be family night and then you and i can just sit and kind of sit around the table and have a conversation yeah um because it is hard that, you know, if you have multiple kids or in activities and involvement, you may go a day or two that you didn't eat dinner together as a family. Right. Or it's just not being disappointed. And, I mean, you could be disappointed, but know that if you're still putting it back as a priority that, hey, I know we didn't get to do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to eat dinner together as a family Thursday right. night. You know, nobody's, you know, going to have their phone out nobody we can't watch tv while that's going on or we're going somewhere yeah that's how i always look at it it's just being intentional with the time you have i think that's helpful too how you you build in the yeah let's actively look at the calendar for the week especially if it's now that soccer saturdays are here or whatever but then it's also giving grace to one another whenever the work meeting runs late or i can't help that there's a pile up on the highway Mm -hmm. there's things out of our control, and I know that's where I struggle because I get this whole plan in my head of, oh, this, 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 and I do need that reality check sometimes, which you're really good about being like, it's okay. We can do it here. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I know you're right, <laughs> but we'll, I'll get there. I'm growing. Look at this growth. Look at this growth I have. Okay, the next section <laughs> is receiving gifts, and I'm happy to say we both scored lower on this one. I had three points, and you had one point. Which this is, <laughs> Farron? Is, is it an obligatory point? Uh, it, you, you you have I to think get this at is, least one. Or? No, no, because Farron got zero on this one, and Jacob. This is Jacob's love language. I know. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like you knew it was Jacob's love language before Farron and I knew that, and you've known him the least amount of time out of the three of us. I'm intentional with my questions. Oh, see? Okay, so <laughs> reflect on ways to give gifts, even if finances are tight. That's the question. Or, so I know we both scored lower in this section. It's not because 
I mean, I think we just have higher priorities of other love languages. It's not that we're rolling in the cash or whatever, but... Uh, no, Amer Americans view gifts, or, I mean, the Western civilization views gifts as something of intrinsic value. Um, and the, 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 It's an actual object that costs. A gift is not just defined as that. I mean, gifting uh, a newborn mother, you know, a, hey, you're going to sleep all night and I'll stay up with the baby. That, those are gifts yeah. that, like, it just it yeah. being, it's something I, that is thoughtful and personal to, to that person, um, which I think we could all be better at. I, I'm not a good gift giver. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's also why you scored a one. Uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> it just, but I, I do love people that that are great gift givers, and you, I love seeing how they. It's just so spot on and and catered to a specific person. Yeah. Like just. Um, it, it's in, enjoyable to see, and the, the thing they. To be a good gift giver, they're intentional and thoughtful about it. They don't just you know. Oh, it's their birthday. Uh, okay, I think I heard they like this. And then you just go get it. They mm -hmm. spend time, ask you questions, and just the perfect gift is something that is, is to me, that it's it's little that I was like, oh, man, they really, like, heard me and got that I was looking at that. And yeah. Went and got, like. Or you mentioned it that one time and that yes. one. Yes. And that, I, so Farron recently gave an example, she and I were just talking about, she was able to pick up something, it was having to be a newborn, like there was a newborn situation, and she heard them mention one thing, and she was like, this is my chance, I can be a good gift giver, and she's had to really work on that since it's Jacob's number one, <laughs> so she's like, well, dadgum, I guess I better, that's, I guess I better learn this. What advice would you give to either me or you, since we're both lower in that category, I would start with the question of, do we have to do it? If, if for the person that, if receiving gifts or getting or making gifts is not big for that person, like within our dynamic of right. our marriage and relationship, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. um, we have people in our lives who it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I struggle mustering the want to to mm -hmm. get better at that um but i do love that person so i th I, I i do need to get better at it um, yeah. and not just say ah oh, well they know that i'm not a good gift giver and i don't enjoy it and just um, rest in that like yeah, ah, just, they know i'm terrible at this <laughs> yeah being yeah I'll suck I, it up learn the skill yeah got it okay morgan this one's your favorite acts of service so this is the category you scored the highest in which is 10 points mm -hmm. how many points do you think i got in it like that you're good at acts of service so, or that you want acts of service? Uh, so your love language is acts of service. So you got you scored 10 points on the quiz. Mm -hmm. How many points do you think I got on the quiz? I don't know, maybe three. I got one. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to build One dollar, Bob. I felt, I felt like I was one building One dollar. And this is, do you think that has anything to do with like your upbringing versus my upbringing? Or do you think it's just... That's just who you are. That's just what you like. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what goes into the science behind it. The or... science behind mm -hmm. it. Um, 
I, I would imagine it does have, it's got to have something to do with your background, um, would be, I mean, my guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, but. You want to hear the fun question? Mm, what's that? <laughs> Many acts of service will involve household chores, but not all. What are some non-chore ways of sharing or of serving your mate? Because my mind just immediately goes to house. But what are, I guess, what are other ways? Or how could I serve you that's not a custodial duty? Uh, just taking a ta- an unexpected, taking a task off of my plate mm-hmm. that's very much in my lane as far as consistency of something that I do that just within the dynamic of our household. I don't care if you're the cleanest person in the world. Nobody's still like, man, I just can't wait to take that it's trash favorite out. day, like, trash day. You know, I know... <laughs> And am one of those weirdos that, like, certain aspects of deep dive cleaning, like, it's my jam and I get into it. Um, you know, but, like, when you've, hey, I'll, I'll walk the trash cans out to the street. It seems so, it is a very, very small act. It's not a expectation, it's not a clean, cleaning thing. It just, it's one of those things that happens and it's, it's not labor intensive or time intensive at all it just I like little unexpected kindnesses I guess yes something that I very much am in charge of doing and that's what I do yeah Um, anything like that that's good okay noted take the trash out I I mean (laughs) yeah like it just very much something anything that's very much my obligation mm-hmm. in the dynamic of our marriage, and just or I mean, uh, just it could be like, hey, can you grab my workout stuff because I'm gonna have to meet you at practice. And it could yeah, be that, or... and you're yes, and you over ask the questions because I'm particular, <laughs> so I appreciate. Like, I know which you I, well. <laughs> do you want to wear? Yeah, which shoes? Do you yes. need a matching shirt? That's always? it's 100 percent. You do. <laughs> that the answer to that is always. So I guess it just comes with learning over time I guess the little the little things Mm -hmm. that matter to you that I do not care about Uh, yeah (laughs) but by proxy I care about it because you care about it Mm -hmm. that's a good one okay physical touch this okay for me this was tied for first place quality time and physical touch so 10 points you scored six points out of 10 so I think this ended up being your second nope this was your third your third place was physical touch Okay, are you ready for this? Yep. Here's the question. Recall some non-sexual touching times that enhanced intimacy between the two of you and what made these times special. So get your mind out of the gutter, Morgan. Or what's, what's something that is either um, physically we do or it could actually literally be touching each other non-sexually. Phrasing it like that, I thought of something that I've really enjoyed we do lately is play volleyball together. I mean, it's like, it's a physical uh, Yes, I would say any, um, any physical action or activity that we're doing, walking, running, hiking, like I, if that counts, I would, yeah. I would have probably put that more on the quality time. Um, well, that's why they can kind of blend together too, so, so you can be doing something. There, you don't like how I show affection through physical touch <laughs> as... What do you mean? <laughs> Because I'm just annoying you, like poking you in your ear or 
dragging one piece of hair across your face because I think it's funny. I think it counts as physical touch. That does count as physical touch. And you it just is. I find it so annoying. And I don't know if you finding it annoying is enjoyable. I think to it's me. a combo of like annoying slash it's endearing. Oh, it's in. I'm in. Uh, You're having a great time. I am. And I'm happy for you that you get to have a great time. Yeah, but I feel we're physically touching. We are, yeah, yeah. So I would say, like, our, our flirt style is just being goofy. Yeah. But we're also athletic creatures, too. So that's so yes. that's why I have enjoyed working out with you, however that looks, whether that's lifting or running or whatever it is. That's been good. I have liked that. Yay, us. Okay, we agree on that one. Wonderful. Okay, okay, now I have one more question for you. This would be advice for couples. Um, what or it could be us. What does your spouse do to make you feel more significant? So that could look like respect, honor, love, whatever. In what ways do you make me feel more significant? Sure, we could start there. I mean, you make me because you key in on or the the times in which I I am made most significant is when you one hundred percent hit the target of who I am and how I want to be loved, which is like honor and respected in public and, um, which I mean, man, like not because I'm just, you know, an egomaniac, but just like an, an intention, a heartfelt, um, honor of us, even when it was, could have been a struggle for you or, or out of joy, it was, but you 100% that, and then also just hit the mark on like an acts of service is it, it, that's that's when I feel the most significant is when you love me how I wanted to be loved. Nobody lives up to the the perfect image of of how you have them in your head in regards to. Well, yeah, they should understand that I'm loving them like this because. Why aren't well, you a mind reader? That's you know so. <laughs> um, really trying to dive into and lean definitely into how they want to be loved or how they want to be spoken to and coached um you know two different kids can make the same mistake but you got to correct them two different ways because you know they're not going to hear correction from a stern demanding way and you gotta hey what you should have you know do you think you could have done this and so i just 100 percent it's figuring out your spouse's and how they want to be built up it also sounds a lot like conflict resolution too like how they whenever moving forward or instead let's do it it's not necessarily conflict revolution resolution but learning how to love each other well but that also comes with trial and error and that means honest feedback and you have to take the feedback and soak it in and again it's not about like i'm just trying to serve you it's it's more of like i need to love you well because that's what we're supposed to do with everybody. And loving somebody well isn't all just building them up. It comes with correction. And, and, and I say that just as far as like, it's having those hard conversations or, you know, hey, like in this moment, like I think we could have done better or you could have, I mean, just anything. It, it's not just, uh, loving somebody well doesn't mean just that you're a, a doormat in there to be a servant to cater to their whim. Um, it's, it's pouring into them so that they're the best version of themselves and most like Christ that they can be. And I mean, so Christ gave 
instruction, he gave uh, correction, but but doing it in a place from love and being able to say it from starting to think, hey, I want you to hear this, and maybe we got to talk about this. At the end result, we are, we both need to remember that we're in love with each other and yeah. we're committed. Um, that was huge for us when we started having fights or conflict, you know, just conflict in general that mm-hmm. um, we were were very confrontational and conflict driven people. But just in the early onset of our marriage, there was just there wasn't really anything that we had conflict over because I mean, everything's so new. Well, we were so new, we were young. We didn't have chill. The stre- mm-hmm. We didn't have a significant amount of stressors. Yeah. Um, so then, when we, you know, a few years into our marriage, when we were like, you know, kids and stuff, and just learning how to have healthy conflict. Mm-hmm. That's good. If you had to give, okay, so this is like the last wrap-up question. Anything that I didn't tee you up for that you think needs to be said as far as like loving each other well or advice you want to give? Because this is like, you're the guy perspective right now. They hear us talk all the time about what what we think, but as the guy or the husband in the role, um, what do you, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you feel like needs to be said? Or if somehow their wives convinced the husbands to listen to this episode right now, <laughs> is there anything that you want to add? That to, to lead well in how you love and that um, I, have a t- I can have a tendency to get lazy in that aspect and I allow you to love our children more overtly than I would or even um, allow you to be the more affectionate person and instance in, in for in instances of that it just that I can I, I see men have a tendency or habit of, of becoming lazy in that um, I would encourage men to try it's your it's it's per, most specifically with you, I mean, obviously with within your wife and spouse, but just being praiseworthy and showing affection is is not it's not spoken of in in great light in Western and American culture, but it's actually one hundred percent positive in biblical culture and leading in love, being fierce in that. Well, this has been a really jazzy interview. It only took three years to get you on the show. I'm really glad. That if you just chip away enough over time. To be fair, you asked me for the first time today. No, today you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. I knew I had to like tee you up over the course of three years. Kind of like how you played the long game with winning my heart over. Yeah. Look at that. All right. Well, y'all tune in next week to hear our next guest. Thanks, Morgan. He did so good. I know. Uh, proud, proud wife moment. I'm kind of wondering if they're like. Can we be on again? <laughs> oh, okay, so remember when we first thought about doing this, and we were like, what if it was the four of us together? And then you're like, Mm-mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's because I knew Jacob would use that as the opportunity to maybe just not say so not, much. Not talk. Like, you perfect. <laughs> what if we just give them the microphone and then just see what they talk about for 30 minutes? That would be the after hours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or, you know, that's what I had to tell Morgan, too. I was like, Morgan, this is a clean podcast. Make sure you don't. Oh, the physical no, touch on ours, there was definitely, like, he would raise his eyebrows. Because no. he knows no one can see it, but he knows it, like, kills me that I know he's thinking, thinking things. Uh, yep. 
I loved the part about y'all's, you know, approach to flirting and unique flirt style. Yeah, I mean, we are a couple of weirdos who, what does Dr. Seuss say? He's like, you gotta find your other weirdo and fall in in weird together or something. I don't know. Well, maybe that's where this came from, but my mom had a pillow or saw a saying on a pillow that said something about uh, marriage is all about finding your favorite weirdo. Yeah. And so. Accurate. There you go. Yes. Okay, guys. Well, that was... (laughs) That was interesting, to say the least, from our husbands. But we are very excited about next week's episode. Yes, next week we have Janet Watson on the show. You know that in every interview series, we like to tie it back to your walk with Christ and growing as a Christian. And, wow, the wisdom she has to share and the application pieces, I know our audience is just going to love it. Yeah, and she recently spoke at Sea Life's Known, which is a night of worship. So that was really awesome. So it's cool to kind of piggyback off that momentum and hear what she has to say. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.